Have you looked in the mirror recently? Have you got wings and is your face changing? If you're listening to this show, you probably are getting big eyes and um, wanting to fly. Anyway, it's good to be here. This is, believe it or not, episode six. How did that happen? I have no idea, but <laughs> it is episode six. I'm going to start off with a quite vibrant little song here. This is a demo, never been heard really by the mass public. It's a song called Our Time Has Come, and it's written for a movie called Cats Don't Dance. It seems to be one of those movies that a lot of people feel really good about. A feel-good movie. Um, I was asked in 1997 by Mercury Records, I just had uh, my album in the House of Stone and Light out, to uh, write the theme song for this film. And as you know, I love cats. So I sat down and wrote this song called Our Time Has Come, and it starts off the beginning of the movie. And uh, a bit of a thrill, really, because if I can write songs about cats... I'm very happy. So here it is, the original demo of Our Time Has Come.
That's the original demo of a song called Our Time Has Come for a wonderful little film, I think, um, called Cats Don't Dance. Great animated movie. Um, There was a single made of this song by uh, James Ingram and Carney Wilson, and it was uh, produced by Cliff Magnus, my good friend. Um, I always loved the drum beat on this because I just thought it had a a feel-good vibe, and when they put the single out, they sort of made it into an R&B single, and I was a little bit uh, disappointed because I think it should have had that rolling kind of Phil Collins kind of Motown drum thing, double time. Well, you probably know I had a family of cats for the longest time, and uh, actually... Uh, I had I had six cats when I was writing this song. And if I can remember their names now, let's think. Uh, Karma, Dharma, Mr. Bear, uh, Cleo, Lord Andrew, and Princess Pele, who was the mother of three of them. Uh, she was called Princess Pele because she was really good with a ball. Yes, a great soccer player. I'd just come off of the road from the In the House of Stone and uh, Light tour, and I think I was um, having a glass of wine one day, and I opened the front door, and there was Princess Pele. Um, she wasn't called Princess Pele then. She was just called Princess, and she looked pregnant. And she ran into my house, ran upstairs, went into my closet, and as I chased her and tried to bring her out, she gave birth. Obviously, <laughs> I didn't want to be a father at that time, but that's where the six cats started from. Uh, having a glass of wine talking to a lovely cat outside, opening the door, instant family. So the moral of this story is, don't have a glass of wine when there's a pregnant cat outside your front door. But I must add here, uh, these wonderful cats became such an incredible family to me, and in a lot of ways, kept me in order and in place, and a happy man. So thank you, Princess Pele. So why don't we now walk down the creepy stairs, push away the cobwebs, and open. (laughs) Thank you, Iger. Uh, Remind me to feed you. Here's a song written in the 90s. Nobody's heard it. It's called We Let the Stars Go Out. Windows to our hearts were boarded up 
doors of hope were shut Funny how right became wrong But something inside remained so strong As long as I breathe I still won't believe We let the stars go about the owl. Its eyes are nearly immobile in their sockets, and therefore it must swivel its head around its neck to see. Some owls bob their heads up and down in order to maximize their depth perception. Try it right now. Focus on an object and bob your head up and down. That's right. Keep bobbing your head. It doesn't really work for humans, but you do look like an idiot. I feel dizzy as well from trying that. It does not work. Um, I do feel a little dizzy. Don't try that at home. Here is a song from my 2015 album, uh, Hotel of the Two Worlds, um, a song called My Kindred Spirit. Uh, that song, I remember quite distinctly, was a song that brought Art Garfunkel to my house. It was a time when Art was looking to collaborate with people, and um, he sat at the piano with me as I played the song, and he said, I think you're my new Paul Simon. And uh, just like the owl bobbing his head, I was very confused and dizzy. So here it is, My Kindred Spirit. Broken by the power of this bond. 
fond memories of recording that song um, playing the bass I was always a great fan of Verdine White and I tried to imagine what Verdine White from Earth, Wind and Fire would have played on this song if he was on the session that's my kindred spirit from the 2015 album Hotel of the Two Worlds 
Hi, this is Trevor Thornton here, and you're listening to Radio Owl's Nest with Martin Page, where you'll only hear Martin Page songs all day and all night long. God, torture. Thank you very much, Trevor Thornton, for that devote of confidence. It's always lovely to know that the drummer in your band can't stand your music. Remind me never to ever invite you again to Radio Owl's Nest. I'm going to take us all the way back now to an album called In the Temple of the Muse, the second album I made after my solo album in the House of Stone and Light. There's a song on that album called Song for Ruth. It's a song about my mother. Uh, When my mother passed, my father sat down and told me um, about my mother in great depth and about how much he loved her and the early days when he would uh, meet her on the weekends. Uh, They both lived in different areas. My father lived in Totten, a small village outside Southampton, and my mother lived in Southampton, the city. And so when they came together on the weekend, he did not like it when she had to get on the bus and leave him. And it just uh, conjured up to me that incredible bond that they had. So this song was really influenced by the stories my father told me about their early romance. This is Song for Ruth. Let's walk in the rain, baby 
from my mum and on the end all that stream of consciousness just uh, remembering all the simple things that were really important to her um, birthday cats and dolphins I let myself just feel what uh, were all the little things that uh, came into my mind about all the little things she loved so now yes now we are digging into the archives and really into the vault to play a track I've withheld for a long time, thinking that I would possibly put it on an album down the line, which I'm still going to do, I think. This is us going back to the 80s. Love that crowd. Just love them. Hey, uh, this was an amazing period for me because I was suddenly in the studio with Maurice White of Earth, Wind and Fire. Uh, He asked me to go away and write a song for him. And that song became magnetic. Um, I never had a studio in L.A. at that time. I'd only just arrived. So I went down to Adray's and bought this little Fostex 8-track. Uh, went to my manager's living room, set it all up, uh, borrowed a Jupiter 8 keyboard and a DMX drum machine, and decided to write a futuristic song for Earth, Wind and Fire. Lo and behold, I sent the cassette to Maurice White, and he said, this will be the next single for Earth, Wind and Fire. Quite uh, incomprehensible for me for all that to happen so quickly when I first came into L.A. But here from the cassette, because it's only recorded on a cassette, is the original demo of Magnetic. Let's go. 
that's the original cassette demo of Magnetic, which uh, became the first single on the Earth, Wind and Fire album, Electric Universe. Uh, it also was the song that really brought me closer to Maurice White, and we worked for a long time on lots of different projects after that. He really became a very special um, person to me, a great mentor. Um, I can remember that uh, the thrill of playing the cassette demo to the whole of Earth, Wind & Fire in the studio. Uh, I must admit that was a quite a crazy feeling to have the whole of that large band stood in the control room while they were all studying my cassette and, and actually talking to Verdine White and showing him the bass line. Um, that as well seemed like I'd uh, gone on to another planet and... Uh, was on LSD. Very, very strange feeling. They also, the band, were very warm to me and uh, I played synth bass actually in the studio with them when they recorded it live. And I'm sure you can imagine for uh, an English white guy who just arrived from uh, London suddenly to be plonked into um, the big studio with Earth, Wind & Fire playing live. Uh, yes, it felt like I was on planet Pluto on a lot of LSD. It was a wonderful session. Maurice White actually played live drums on Magnetic. That's him. Freddie White took the, his, his brother, who's usually the drummer, he sat to one side, and on the record, the actual master, it's Maurice White playing live drums. And Magnetic became my first R&B Black uh, Top 10 record. It went to number nine. And it was the start of uh, really everything for me as a songwriter in Los Angeles. And more importantly, it brought me close to Maurice White. And we did future work with Barbara Streisand and Neil Diamond in his solo album and different projects. So there you have it, Magnetic. You're hearing that for the very, very first time. And it was strange for me to hear how my voice was so high and so very different to what it is now. Well, we're at the halfway stage of the show, and I'm rather out of breath from um, that magnetic demo. My God, what a tempo. What a tempo that was going at. Oh, to be young again. Oh, to be young again. So let's go to the quiz, hey? Let's go to the quiz. Um, you, know the, you know the rules. 50 points if you get the first one right, and 50 points if you get the second one right. And if you get none right, you're pathetic. So, number one. What was the B-side to my single, In the House of Stone and Light? That's in the USA. What was the B-side in the USA to my single, In the House of Stone and Light? <laughs> Let's see if you're clever or not. Now, question number two, I think is going to be very tough for you, because it's tough for me. Who were the band that recorded a song of mine called Layback. Who were the artists that recorded a song of mine called Layback? I'll give you a clue. I wrote it with a few other people. So let's see if you're up to it. Uh, who recorded my song, Layback? All you owl heads out there, they tell me that owls are supposed to be wise. So let's see who gets 100 points this week. Now it's my pleasure to play for you a brand new song. This is a song called Moon of Bitter Cold and it's a reflection on the plight of the American native Indian.
It's a pleasure to play you. That's a brand new song called Moon of Bitter Cold. I lost myself in reading a lot about the uh, American Indian history and uh, usually when I do that, songs appear. So that's Moon of Bitter Cold. And now, as Monty Python used to always famously say, now for something completely different. The universe is a very strange place, full of mysteries and odd possibilities that, while scientists ceaselessly try to figure them out, may remain complete unknowns forever.
Yes, that was um, definitely <laughs> something completely different. That's a song um, called Must Drink the Tears of Sleeping Birds. Could I have found a longer title? Probably not. That's from my 2018 album, The Amber of Memory, and it's my first instrumental ambient album. I do like to experiment and to turn on the, all the synthesizers and to lose myself in a mixture of kind of melancholy, nostalgia, hope. <laughs> I hope that explains what the amber memory is really all about. And moths do really drink the tears of sleeping birds. I read it, so it must be true. I hope you enjoyed our little journey into the world of instrumental and experimental music. Thank you. And now I'd like to play you a song um, called My Mistress is Warm to My Touch, another rather long title. Um, this is the song that ends my album Hotel of the Two Worlds. And uh, there's a line in the song, in the chorus, says crushed pearl under candlelight. And uh, again, reading my books late at night, I was reading about um, Shakespeare's plays and how when they wanted to make a actress look incredibly pale like a ghost, they would use crushed pearl as a makeup. And uh, it seemed to make a very ghostly and terrifying effect. And we know there are a lot of ghosts in Shakespeare's plays. So crushed pearl was used... Um, to bring on that ethereal, deathly look. And uh, I just couldn't resist using that visual in a love song. Is she really there or is she a ghost? You tell me. Here is My Mistress is Warm to My Touch. The roar of the wind, the cradle of cure. The ghost of my The willow wreath Ah, it's wrapped around your shoulders The scent of your hair She's here again My mistress is warm to my Crushed pearl under candlelight Her peerless eyes in the cold half-light My mistress is warm to my touch Tonight Winter's tale, the century of lies in the ocean. I cross to meet you here. The stained glass red shades in my face, and the velvet of your cloak brushes by. My mistress is warm to my touch tonight Crushed burn under candlelight 
Jesus' eyes in the great heaven. My mistress is warm to my touch. My mistress is warm to my touch. And from the candlelight footlights, we can see that beautiful face coming out of the darkness. Is she a ghost or is she really there? That is My Mistress is Warm to My Touch from my album Hotel of the Two Worlds. And that, my friends, is to remind me that it's time for Quote of the Day. Yes, that time when you either go to sleep or go, my goodness, that's amazing. So quote of the day and it comes from the great Walt Whitman I believe a leaf of grass is no less than the journey work of the stars rather tasty that and that signifies it's the end of the show that's the kettle boiling that tells me that it's time to clear off and shut my big mouth But I do want to say thank you for joining me on this extravaganza. And if you have any questions, just write to my Facebook. A lovely lady called Vanessa will let me know if there's anything you want answered. And that would be fun. As long as it's not too personal, of course. Hey, I've got to say that a lot of the music you heard today you can get at CD Baby. Um, My albums, my solo albums are there and you can download all my stuff on iTunes, Amazon, Google, Spotify, all those places that do that kind of thing. Now that all that self-promotion stuff is over with, thank goodness. Who cooks for you? Who cooks for you? Yes, it's the owls telling me to say... Good night, God bless, and I love you. No, I haven't quite finished yet. Um, No show can finish without me um, pleading for the animal world out there. You know how compassionate I am for the animals. It's time for us to stop all that scientific testing on these innocent creatures. We don't have to do that anymore. There's a few laboratories still doing it, and that's the dark ages. And if you get a chance to bring home an animal from the shelter, then that's a wonderful thing you've done, because that animal will be a part of your family and become a soul companion. And what's better than that? Nothing. Okay, my fellow owlheads, I hope you had a good hibernation with me. I had a great time playing all the odds and sods and all the strange bits and pieces from my career. It's actually quite fun to do a songwriter's podcast. And I hope that you'll join me again in the owl's nest. (laughs) 